0: Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the word from God, just for you. Amen. Welcome home. Welcome to the presence of the Lord and. I know that God has done something. You know, this morning I was praying for the church. I thought everyone that comes is a survivor. You survived the worst epidemic if you have to believe the media in the history of mankind. Somebody lift your hand and say, I'm a survivor. And my God is my protector and my shield. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my salvation. He's my strong tower. He is my protector. And his name is Jesus. Somebody say Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, Pastor Johnny, what happened if you died? Well, I'll be in heaven. Hallelujah. Sudden death, sudden glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember, I think we spoke last week about our children. We just bought our new house and they had a swimming pool and they were so excited. They were five or six. And that morning, Sister Nellie and Pastor Fred were talking about when Jesus returns and he might come any moment. And we were rejoicing, driving home. On the way home and just talking about, wow, wouldn't it be wonderful if now the clouds open and the redeemed hear the voice and we hear the trumpet, we get caught up to be with him. And wouldn't that be so exciting, so glorious. And as we talk about this glory, and I look in the rearview mirror and there's Justin and Angelique crying, weeping, weeping. said, why are you, why are you crying? We said, we don't want Jesus to come yet. We first want to swim in our new swimming pool. Hallelujah. But uh, thank God for these wonderful joys and the life we have. And I'll tell you what, God has been good. He's been faithful. And our testimony is we are better than we've ever been before. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Well, I've got a good word for you this morning. And I've entitled my message this morning, Words of Life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Words of life. And I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 10. Uh, Of course, those who are watching by social media, also turn there. Romans chapter 10. Have your Bibles with you. It is the sword of the Word. And we read the Word with the preacher because the Word reveals things. The Bible says that we are to read our Bible. Speak our Bible. Amen. Meditate on our Bibles. Good if you become familiar with the Word of God. And of course, Romans 10, verse 10. Are you there this morning? Amen. Romans 10, verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Say with me today, with the mouth. Confession is made unto, hallelujah. We need to understand that overcomers in Christ focus and embrace only the word of God. And only brings the word of God into their situation. With my mouth I make confession unto. God has set a path for your victory. God has set a path for your victory. Uh, maturity hallelujah for your breakthrough it's with the mouth confession is made unto by means of my words i overcome satan hallelujah according to ephesians 6 uh, 17 those who overcome satan will be required to use the word of their testimony amen This is how we overcome. The word of your testimony is your armor. Hallelujah. Remember that when Satan approached Jesus in the wilderness, he overcame him by the word of his testimony. Amen. He said, thou shalt not live by bread alone. When he spoke the word, he overcame Satan. Hallelujah. So I'm using as my text this morning, Romans 10 and verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto. Somebody say, my mouth clears the way, sets the path. Hallelujah. Confession is part of salvation, just like believing. Is part of it. Hallelujah. Words of confession of of God's word brings life. Jesus said my words are life. Hallelujah. God's word is the supernatural entity in your life. God's word is the dimension of the miraculous. Introduced in the life of a Christian. And manifested with power. God's word always has corresponding, supernatural, miraculous manifestation. Thank you for your enthusiasm. The words of our confession should always be in full agreement with God's word and what we believe in our hearts to have effect why because what you believe with your heart is what you confess with your mouth somebody say amen. amen so our words must absolutely agree with God's word and with what we believe in our heart if you prayed in Jesus name and confessed your confession You must stand by your confession, hold fast to your confession. Jesus said something amazing in John 15, 7. It's an incredible truth. He said this, that if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. So in other words, your word can become one with God's word and God's word can become one with your word. So when you speak, it's God's word speaking. His word abiding in us gives us an authority in heaven. Can I say it again? His word abiding in us gives us an authority in heaven. Why? Because it expresses our rights and privileges that is ours in Christ. Hallelujah. If you go by what is written in the Bible, it will be clear that God is with you. Because when God talks, authority talks. When God talks, power talks. When God walks, power walks. Hallelujah. When God moves, power moves. It will be evident that God is beside you because when God is on the scene, things are as he wills. John 15, 7, if you abide in me and my words abides in you, you will ask. What does it mean to his word abiding in you if my words abide? Abide means being accepted and acted upon as absolute truth. When it abides, it gives you authority in heaven. So whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We must understand that every word of God is spirit and truth. Every word of God is life. He never speaks without power, authority, and corresponding results. God never speaks without His Word carrying power, authority, and corresponding results. God never speaks without His Word carrying power, authority, and corresponding results. For when God speaks, it is. Hello. When we receive and attend to God's word, it will work wonders in our lives. Glory to God. The word that you have in your heart carries you beyond sense knowledge. Think of this. The word of God is of the dimension of the supernatural. And when you step into the word of God, you step beyond sense knowledge. The word of Jesus stepped beyond the storm, the the wind, the waves, the sinking ship, the absolute terror. His word stepped beyond sense knowledge and brought The very presence and glory of heaven to bear. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of faith does not rely on sense knowledge. It's a mistake to look for evidence that the word is true. It's a mistake to look for evidence of your miracle in the natural because your faith is your evidence. The word is your evidence. Somebody say amen. So the word of faith does not rely on sense knowledge. Sense knowledge, what you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you experience, is often contrary to the word, to that which God speaks. The word in your heart Carries you. Can everybody say this? The word in my heart carries me beyond sense knowledge in the dimension of the supernatural. Hallelujah. Into the glory of His perfected will settled. Glory to God. And His power. Why? Because His word is as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. I said "Amen." amen. When David looked at the giant Goliath, he refused sense knowledge. He was a giant. He was a man of war. He was huge. He was intimidating. But David denied sense knowledge and spoke by revelation. Spoke by the word of God. He looked beyond sense knowledge. Everybody say, I look beyond sense knowledge. To things that are as they are in heaven. When I see them as they are in heaven. And speak them as they are in heaven. It shall be so on the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want to just touch on something, and I said to my wife, I'm going to include this section in my ministry this morning. uh, Kind of, it's for the more mature Christian, but baby Christians can also grab a hold of it, I'm sure. Amen. I'm going to speak a little bit here about the difference. There's a difference between faith in faith and faith in God. And it's so often where people get messed up. And so our faith rests, this is what you must understand, true faith rests in the finished work of Christ. In his death, life, burial, and resurrection, and ascension authority. Hallelujah. True faith rests in Christ's victory. That's what our faith rests in. It rests on what he has accomplished, not on my ability to put mind over matter. True faith is not mind over matter. True faith is not a denial of reality as you see it. It's a reliance on the finished work. Amen. And on the word of God. The Bible says, we rest on who we are in Him. We rest in His resurrection. True faith is resurrection life in action. Mm, That's a powerful definition. True faith is resurrection life in action. God's word of faith is spoken... From our position in Christ. Hallelujah. Our spoken word releases the faith of the unseen word. Who is the unseen word? Jesus. What's Jesus' name, by the way, when he returns in heaven, in eternity? What's his name? He's the name given amongst men by which we are saved. But in eternity, what's his name? Come on, if a guest speaker asks this and you can't answer this, I'll be very ashamed. Amen. I've told you before. In eternity, the Bible says when he returns and his name is the word of God. Amen. So our spoken words releases the faith of the unseen word. When I say in the name of Jesus, that word is an expression of my faith in God. When I say the name of Jesus Christ and nothing happens, it's because I have faith in faith. My faith is not resting in his completed work. When I say in the name of Jesus Christ and it happens, I have faith in the finished work of Christ and speak from my place in him. When God inspires my word, it will bring results. My spoken word releases the faith of the unseen word. The unseen word. That is Christ seated at the right hand of the throne. Help me to do this, Lord. If this word we speak every day in Jesus' name is born of faith, it will give the faith of the unseen word and express faith of who we are in the unseen word, seated in Christ at the right hand of God. The true word of God, the true word of faith is spoken from a saint who knows. He is seated in in Christ, in heavenly places, and has spoken from that place of authority. Amen. It's okay. You can, buy, you can go watch the, the thing over and over and meditate on this. Prepare yourself. That's the truth. Divine faith is a force. Amen. Divine faith is tangible. Divine faith has God's finished work behind it for it stands in the place of his completed works. And a Christian who knows that he is seated in Christ is seated in the completed works. Amen. When it's of divine faith, God is its witness Fulfilling it in his divine power. Because we speak from the revelation of who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. So building yourself up in your most holy faith is building yourself up in the knowledge of who you are in Christ. And imbibing, receiving Expressing and living in the new life that you have in Christ Jesus. Seated at the right hand of the Father in Him. Who has given you the same authority and power and dominion. Hallelujah. So that what you bind is bound. What you command is commanded. What you desire on earth is desired in heaven. Glory to God. A divine faith is spoken from the position that you have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Such words of faith carry tremendous power, authority, and dominion, for it's spoken from a place of eternal perfection where it already has been fulfilled. And what does not line up with it has no option but to be as you say it is. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so I'll come down and put more few notches and I'll carry on from here. But go and put that pipe in your pipe and smoke it a little bit, okay? It's good for you. Amen. Isaiah 53, verse 5 says, But he was. Wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. We are seated in this word. That is in Christ, in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 verse 6 says, he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So the word declares that by his stripes we were healed is as much as you die and go to heaven and are found in his presence and you say, by his stripes I was healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know every promise of this book is for you and I to possess and walk in now. Hallelujah. Amen. It's for us now. And if you believe it's yours in heaven, then you better believe it's yours now. Because you are seated in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We believers, therefore, if we were healed by His stripes, we therefore do not ask to be healed because we are healed. Hello? We were healed. Asking for something you already have. Much prayer is wasted on believers begging for what they already have. Amen. Much prayer is wasted on believers ignorant of what they already have and who they already are in Christ Jesus. Somebody say amen. Asking for what you already have reveals an ignorance of who you really are in Christ Jesus, in his finished work. It's not good to ask for something you already have. Amen? When It's not good to ask for something if he's already done it. It's like Christians asking Jesus to save them every Sunday. Every Sunday, Jesus saved me. You're already saved. Somebody say amen. amen. We believers do not ask to be healed because we have been healed. Hallelujah. Our whole problem, dearly beloved, is the recognition of the absolute truthfulness of this word. That by stripes we were healed. The only problem that we as Christians have is to come into perfect harmony with this word and be the Christ kind. Amen. Don't your name and say, What kind are you? You're the Christ kind. You're a new creation. You're created in His image and in His likeness. And as He is, so are we in this world. You are raised in Christ, seated in Christ, and given power and authority in Christ, and you are whole in Christ Jesus. Somebody say amen. So we do not ask, According to Isaiah 53, it says, by stripes you were healed. Therefore, we do not ask to be healed. We are healed. Just like redemption is a fulfilled fact. So our healing and our deliverance and our victory is a fulfilled fact. How many of you believe that you were raised when Christ was raised? Hello? How do you believe that when Jesus ascended, we ascended? How do you believe that when Jesus was seated in victory, power, and authority, that his victory became your victory? Hello? Thank you. So remember this about your confession is that your confession always precedes your possession. Amen. You believe and then you walk in it. You believe, you confess, and then you walk in it. I was, I was talking to my wife this week. I said, what is the one biggest thing we learned in our lives as believers? And she says, to watch what you say. And I said, that is so true. Because your words are powerful. Hello? You and I are born of the seed of the word, are we not? Therefore, the word that's in your mouth carries the seed of the supernatural, and we carry the presence of God. My confession always precedes my possession, and that's where a lot of people struggle. Oh, Pastor, I'm not a hypocrite, I'm not asking you to be a hypocrite, I'm asking you to tell the truth. Yes, Amen. Hallelujah. I remember when uh, Justin was born, he had uh, terrible problems with his lungs. And the doctor told us that he is going—he's t- an asthmatic. And he's going to be asthmatic his whole life. It was a week into his life. And we might as well go by the pumps and make sure we got chronic medication for this boy. Because he's going to be a chronic asthmatic. We said he will not. He is healthy in Jesus' name. Amen. He's blessed in Jesus' name. There's nothing wrong with his lungs. Amen. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with his lungs. Amen. When the enemy comes against you with sense knowledge, your confession precedes your possession of the heavenly blessing because your confession manifests the supernatural presence of God. And declares what you already are. Somebody say amen. amen. Salvation follows confession. Redemption follows confession. Healing follows confession. Provision follows confession. Now in the same way, dearly beloved, confession and negative confession also precedes a negative situation and defeat. You say you can't. And doubt rises up like a giant and binds you. Amen. You say I can. And faith rises up. And makes a way where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A negative confession precedes defeat. When I order my word right, God manifests to me the benefit of His great salvation. Everybody's saying with me, when I order my words aright. aright, Say it again. When When I order my words aright, the place of faith is not a place for sissies. Amen. It's not a place for the weak it's a place for those who wax valiant in battle who grow stronger hallelujah with my mouth somebody say with me with my mouth I make confession of every heavenly blessing and I experience the authority and full redemptive blessing given to me in Christ Jesus so in the name of Jesus I refuse to make a bad confession I refuse to leave my high place and go down to the low place oh pastor I'm feeling so low today well don't talk from that place oh pastor I feel so defeated today don't talk from that place get yourself into Christ Get yourself into your confession that by Christ's blood I am redeemed. I'm bought with a price. I'm not my own. I am His. I'm seated in Him and He has overcome the world and in Him I rejoice because I have the victory in Jesus' name. No matter what enemy comes against you, I always say this, there's only one kind of devil. Amen. I remember once I tried to cast the devil out and he said, you can't cast me out. I said, why? He said, because I'm that kind that only comes out by praying and fasting. I'm a different kind of devil. You've been dealing with little devils, but I'm a big devil. I'm a principality. And I got a little bit uh, intimidated, Brother Danny. Oh, I, must, I must confess, I was going to go home and fast and pray. Amen. And just then, as I turned, I said, said to be okay, goodbye. You know, I'm gonna go fast and pray, and I'll come back. The Spirit of God spoke into my heart, said Johnny, there's only one kind of devil, it's the defeated kind, the kind that's under your feet. Hallelujah! The kind that Christ has destroyed his power, and church, I want to say to you, the power of the devil against you has been destroyed, he's been defeated. He has made an open show of him. He's led him in triumphal procession. And he seated you in Christ over him with authority and power and dominion. And God is saying to you today, make words of faith, words of life come from your lips. Speak from your place of authority. Some of you need to go back to your home and kick those devils out. Kick those those devils out of your home, out of your children out of your family, out of your business, kick them out. Say, this is my territory. This is my home. This is my house. Somebody say, amen. We must not be uh, confined or intimidated. Amen. Come on, somebody say, say, say with me, I will not be intimidated. I will not make a bad confession. Because if the enemy can get you to agree with him and make a bad confession, you've come out of your high place. You've stepped down to his territory. But in Jesus' name, I refuse to make a bad confession. Somebody say, I refuse. Come on, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to make a bad confession. It shall be well with me. Hallelujah. I confess the lines have fallen to this church in pleasant places. It shall be well with you. You'll be blessed going in and blessed going out. You'll have the authority and the power of the Spirit on you. Every devil will flee before you seven ways. Hallelujah. I declare in the name of Jesus the end of every defeat you watching me over live stream. You in Wentworth in Finland. I declare today the end of every defeat and the beginning of your victory in Jesus' name. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen, amen. Excuse me, I'm getting excited. How can I talk what I am not? When I know that I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. How can I say that I'm weak when the Bible says in Psalm 27:1, The Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. How can I confess lack when Philippians 4, verse 19 says, My God shall supply all of my needs. How can I step down and talk defeat when Romans 8.37 says, I am more than a conqueror through Christ. Hallelujah. How can I talk bondage when John 8.36 says, He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. How can I confess what I'm not? How can I give up when Romans 8 says, all things work together for good for those who love god hallelujah no matter what the situation you can talk to it and say you will work together for good it might look bad i don't know how god's gonna bring me out but this one thing i know it's gonna work together you're gonna work together for good for me in jesus name hallelujah how can i live in fear and the Bible says in 2nd Samuel 22:31 he is a shield around those who trust him. I declare in Jesus name the thief will not come near your dwelling. I declare in Jesus name not one thief, not one robber will come near your dwelling, but the hand of God shall rest on you. His presence will bring fear in your enemies and he will bless you. Somebody say, Amen. Somebody say, I'm redeemed. Come on, somebody say, I refuse to make a bad confession. I will confess what I am and who I am and what I have in Christ Jesus. I'm a new creature and I will not back down. Oh, my Jesus. I feel like the Christ kind this morning. I feel like a believer who's standing in victory this morning somebody say "Man, come on look at your neighbor say you, you look like the Christ kind to me you look like the overcoming kind to me you look like the victorious kind to me you look like the new kind of believer to me this morning in Jesus name I declare victory in the house of God and somebody said amen Hallelujah. Woo! Glory! Hey, glory! Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen. Now, every eye closed, every head bowed. Let me tell you, let me tell you, those who are watching, those who are sitting here today, that there's only one victory over sin. There's only one name that is above those names, and His name is Jesus. There's only one in the history of humanity that came and destroyed the power of sin. Your works, your goodness, your cleverness will not bring you salvation. You can go back to the grave of every great man in history. There's a grave. There's a gravestone. There's a tombstone. Because sin has conquered every man. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Jesus came and destroyed the power of the devil so that you can be free. Sin is a bondage. Sin gives the devil access to your life to destroy. Sin removes you from the presence of God and that's the the hole that you feel in you. That's the, the loneliness that you feel. That's the missing part. Sin separates you from God. But Jesus came so that he can wipe your sins away, so that he can wash your sins away by his blood and restore you back to God. You're watching me today on live stream. You're watching me today on YouTube. You're watching me at Wentworth and in Finland. I want to say to you there's salvation in Jesus for you because the Son of God did not come to destroy but to seek and to save the lost. You say, Pastor Johnny, I want to make right with God. Can you pray with me? I'll pray with you now. Those in went with those in Finland, Pastor Shane, Pastor Valencia, take it from there. Please pray for the people. Those who are still watching here, yeah, those who are still watching by YouTube, live stream, I want to tell you, if you call in the name of Jesus, you shall be saved. There's only one who has power to wash your sins away and the blood of Jesus can cleanse you today. You say with me, Pastor Johnny, pray for me. I want to make right with God. If that's you, and you say my life's not right with God, pray for me, Pastor Johnny. Raise your hand all over this place. I'm going to pray with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Back there, anybody else? Pray. I want to. I want to believe with you, Pastor Johnny, that God's going to touch my life and save my soul today. Those of you watching my live stream YouTube, right? We you are might feel strange, but put up your hand. It's a sign of surrender. I want you to pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you destroyed the power of sin, that you paid the price for my sin and shed your blood for my forgiveness. Jesus, I turn from my wicked ways and I repent today. I believe you're the Son of God. And today, I confess you as my Lord, my Savior. I turn my back on the world. I give up all authority to the world. But from this day, Jesus, I give my life to you. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Father, thank you for receiving my soul in Jesus' name. Father, those who have given their lives to you today, I bless them. I thank you now that you heard their prayer, you hear their cry. You wash them with your blood. You break the power of sin from them and remove it as far as the east is from the west and restore them and make them sons and daughters of God. Let restoration and reconciliation come to them. Let them be restored to you now once again, Father, and let them never be lost. I bless them in Jesus' name. Somebody said, Amen and Amen. We Amen. trust that you are blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website, www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.